Hi, it's Scott Rockfile back with another podcast review. Going to be talking about the 1986 movie Highlander in its new 4K edition. So I approached Highlander a little bit differently this time. It's one of my all-time favorite movies. I know it has issues. I know it's not a perfect film, but at the time it came out when I was in college, I was really getting into art films and how films were directed and made. And this film blew me away on that level. Uh, I was just getting into, I had um, gone to uh, one of these uh, actors retreats in the summertime and I got to take a special effects class where I learned how they use mothballs and explosions to make the sparkles and blood squibs and how those were made with condoms and things like that. So I was very much into how the actual movies were made right when this movie came out. And you've got Russell Mulcahy, a video director who directed some of the biggest videos of all time, like Duran Duran's Hungry Like the Wolf, um, who used those techniques he learned on making videos in a feature film. Now, some uh, the transition's a little bit overboard sometimes. Is it uh, uh, you know a rough-around-the-edges kind of film? Some of the acting is not that great and all that. Sure, all that stuff is true. But this movie transcends all of its uh, failings and to be one of those movies that the sum is greater than the parts. And at the end of it, it's a great story well told. So I approached it differently because it's one of my all-time favorite movies. I'm going to be critical this time. Studio Canal has remastered it in 4K for the first time. This is one of those movies I just thought wouldn't ever get a 4K release or it wouldn't look that good in 4K. So the short version is, should you pick this up? Absolutely. The regular... Uh, 4K is going for $12.49 right now here at the Christmas time, and the Steelbook is a little bit more. It's really worth it. If this is one of your favorite movies, this is the best. It has most of the legacy extras uh, that were always in the previous Blu-ray and DVD editions, and it's the best the movie's ever looked. Probably the best it sounded, too. Short version is it's a must-pick-up if you're a fan, and even for not fans, this is the best version of the movie that's available on home video. So to get into it a little bit, um, this movie's always been grainy. It's always been some scenes look worse than others. Um, some scenes are very heavily filtered. Um, watching some new extras, there's over an hour-long documentary on here that um, spotlights how they made the movie a little bit more than I've ever seen in any of the previous documentaries. They talked about when they were shooting in Scotland, they really didn't have the luxury of skipping a day if the weather was bad. So whether it was sunshiny or rainy, they shot film. And then in the end, tried to make it all look the same. So that's why some things look better than others. But I got to say, watching the entire movie, I was more than impressed repeatedly watching the film. Specular highlights and brights are brighter than it's ever been. This was always a dark film, and it's not very dark now. Um, it's not radically changed. It's the movie you still love and still looks rough, a little rough around the edges, but it's solid like it's never been. That uh, director's cut footage of that quick World War II where he meets Rachel, that quick couple of scenes there, that looks better than it's ever looked. I remember when they first stuck that into a director's cut DVD, it looked horrific. Um, what I really noticed was what I was expecting at the end. Sorry if I touch on any spoilers. This movie came out in 1986, people. Um, when he does the quickening and he kills the Kurgan and, and the animated spirits and stuff all go through him and he can see everything and know everything, I expected that to be the worst part of the 4K. I just thought that's going to look like a blurry mess and whatever. And you know what? It was one of my favorite parts of the film. 
those ghosts and stuff are obviously hand-animated, hand-drawn, and superimposed onto the film. It looks much crisper than it's ever looked. It, you can see these hand-drawn designs much clearer as the mouths open and the faces seem to be talking and things like that. I was really impressed with that. The sparks on the sword fights, the neon on the signs in New York City. Like I said, still kind of a dingy-looking movie overall, but this is the best this dingy movie has ever looked. Things are brighter. Things are tighter. Things are more concise. It just feels there's still film grain, but again... It looks great. And close-ups, a lot of detail, a lot of pores, a lot of hairs, a lot of, you know, everything that you expect in a good 4K transfer. This is probably the best this movie's ever going to look. I don't know what else they could do. So to get into the sound, we didn't get a Dolby Atmos mix. Oh, and the Dolby HDR, it's in Dolby Vision. My Dolby Vision lights lit up. It looks great. The, the, like I said, the specular highlights on things like the electricity, the sparks from the swords, the neon lights uh, on the end when they're on the rooftops, the, the silver cup and all that really looked stronger, brighter, more real um, in this transfer. The audio is still a 5.1 lossless, but I noticed a lot more detail. Now, this could be because I haven't watched Highlander in years and my sound system now is better than it was. I don't have an audiophile system by any stretch of the imagination, but I have a nice Ankyo amp and um, I'm running Dolby Atmos through um, uh, Klipsch separates and a couple of Polk speakers for height. Um, and I thought the mix was great. I heard more detail in Queen's music. And that's what really, being hypercritical of the movie now, I don't think um, Christopher Lambert's acting is that wooden. I think he was playing the role. I think he was a man of few words. He had the difficulty um, as an actor to play a person in the flashbacks who's a young man going off to war for the first time. And then in the next few scenes, he's been on the planet for several hundred years. Um, I think some of his, what's perceived as wooden acting was his more thoughtful approach to that character as he was older and had been around longer. Then again, maybe it was editing and, his acting wasn't that good. He, he doesn't. He didn't speak very good English at the time, so he was kind of reciting the lines as he learned them. But um, I think the movie works better now than maybe it did before. I don't know. I it. I just felt it was a story well told. It had some interesting stuff. It moves quickly. I don't still need know if we need the World War II stuff with Rachel, but it's fine. Um, it seemed redundant, and I know why it was taken out, but it was also good to stick it in there so we know how he met her and kind of raised her as a daughter kind of thing, which made it less weird when he told her how much he loved her and stuff and then went off to be with the other girl. Yeah, all in all, it's more worth it. So in being hypercritical and listening to the music and the surround sound mix, I'm hearing more detail, more spaciousness in the Queen's soundtrack than I've ever heard. It's it's always been kind of compressed, and it's not now. Um I haven't listened to the Queen songs from that soundtrack in, in 5.1 in quite some time. Um, and they sounded really great. I mean, the, the music is what elevates this movie. That's the what I was going to get to and about why I was being hypercritical about the movie as I approached it. It's a B-movie elevated by the directing, elevated by some of the acting. Sean Connery's fabulous in the movie, as he is in pretty much anything. Um, Roxanne Hart's pretty good. I think Christopher Lambert is great. I think um, Clancy Brown is actually really good. Chewing scenery and being the Kurgan. <laughs> I just think he's enjoying the role. 
on the new extras on the 4K, he talks about the fact it was an early role for him, and he kind of went whole hog into it. And I, I think it works better that way. He it comes across as a crazed Russian guy who's been around for hundreds of years who's trying to kill every Highlander, every immortal that he comes in contact with. The movie's writing at about 70% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, 86% of Google users liked it. It was made for about $19 million and only made about $12, 13000000 million back, so it didn't make its money back. But over the years, obviously, it spawned a film series, most of which are terrible, um, and a TV series is actually pretty good. The last couple of movies I thought were not terrible, especially when they put the two, the movies and the series together. But I do like the TV series as a lighter version. And listening to... Gregory Wyden talk about he originally wrote the screenplay uh, when he was in college. It was a first, you know, write a, write a movie screenplay, and this is what he came up with. It was much darker before they tailored it into what we got now. So, you know, if you're new to it, I, I find that hard to believe, but this is the best you have ever seen or heard the movie. Is it the best 4K of the year? Probably not. I would love a Dolby Atmos mix. They would have to go in and just redo everything. And I just... You walk that line, especially with somebody like Studio Canal, they're not going to do that. They're going to reproduce the movie as best as they can. Lionsgate licensed the Studio Canal transfer and uh, restoration. But, you know, I'm, I'm on the side of leaving the movies as it were. Let's not take the grain out. Let's not force it into Atmos if we, you know, don't have to. And I think it sounds great and looks great. It's not... Uh, what was another recent movie that I got on 4K that looks better? Um, Real Genius looks amazing. It was also a movie that wasn't made for a big budget, and what they've done, Sony's done to it looks fantastic. But I don't think that would work here. I think this is the way Highlander needs to look. I think this is the best version, and at the price it is right now, you have just go get it. I mean, what are you waiting for? Twelve forty nine for the regular four K, uh, twenty bucks for the steelbook version. Both come with a set of cards with the characters, the movie poster. Um, both come with a lot of extras. It's definitely a great package, especially at under 20 bucks. So Highlander, 1986, finally out on 4K. Definitely worth your time. I absolutely loved watching it this time and watching the new extras. I'm Scott Hamilton. I'm Rockfile. I'm back into the groove again. More podcasts on the way, including one coming up for another 4K favorite. That'll be coming up in just a couple of days. So stay tuned and thanks for listening. Have a spectacular day. Mm-hmm.